0: Yeah! This is the official podcast of the Mosaic Cross-Cultural Center. I'm Erica Boas, and I'm hosting today's show. Our featured guest is Sharon Singh. She's the program coordinator of the Mosaic Cross-Cultural Center, and we are going to be talking today about the 20s, not the 1920s, but turning turning 30 um, and reflecting back on um her 20s. She has a birthday coming up, um, and we'll be talking about that a little bit. But first, I want everybody to be able to introduce themselves.
1: Hi, I'm Michael Ladson. I'm one of the cultural programmers
2: here, and I'm in my mid-20s. Hello, I'm I'm Mike, also a cultural programmer in uh, my late 30s.
3: Hi, everyone. I'm Sharon Singh, the featured guest. Um, I am about to turn 30 on October 16th. Um yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, and I guess since everybody's saying their ages, I'll
0: just say that I'm not 20s or 30s. And we'll just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this is really exciting because we get to talk to somebody who is actually still in the last days of her 20s about being t- in the 20s, which is the general age group of um, the traditional San Jose State student. Um, So also Sharon, um, and I will say this, um, brings a lot of wisdom as somebody who um, has gone through her 20s and is actually a very mature, almost 30-year-old. So um, we want to hear from her about what she's learned um, in her life. Um, We'll also be sharing some some of our our experiences from our 20s um, and maybe even beyond. Um, If it brings us that way. So the first question we have for Sharon is having a birthday that is right in front of you. um, What's what's that feeling like for you?
3: Oh, well, I mean, for me, turning 30 isn't the scary uh, thing because I've always felt like I've been older. Um, And, you know, being in my 20s. We got to
2: edit that out. (laughs)
3: <laughs> um, being in my 20s also, I realized that a lot of it is around being here at San Jose State. So I'm an alumni, and I'm a, I was a transfer student, um, and a lot of my 20s were shaped in a way where, um, you know, I was politically, socially, um, and academically here in San Jose on this campus, and so having to now, uh, you know, graduating, leaving, doing my master's, working at other universities, um, having all these experiences, and now coming back before I end my 20s and going into my 30s again back in San Jose State um, is a little, uh, you know, full circle for me. So yeah, it's not a a scary thing to be turning 30 for me, but I do find it very uh, odd that I'm back on this Mm. campus, you know, again, entering a different phase of my life, but in a, in a similar environment. Yeah. Do you think turning 30 is another phase of your life? Does it feel like that? I, I feel like everyone keeps saying that. I feel like everyone keeps saying like, oh, you're 30. Um, and you know, being a woman of color, I feel like there's, I keep hearing these like expectations culturally. Um, you know, I, I, recently got married and bought a house and doing all these adult things, I feel like. And so, you know, everyone keeps saying, oh, what's the next thing, right? Are you having a kid? Are you going to move in your career? Um, And I don't feel that I need to abide to any expectations. So, I just feel like I'm ready to be 30, but I really honestly feel like I'm 40. So, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> how yeah. would I know? Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you how that feels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you tell me how that feels?
2: Oh, being 40? Yeah. Uh, well, I can tell you right now um, your endurance is different from your 20s. Uh, but your mentality is stronger your mm. uh, your grit is stronger because you've had a, more experience mm-hmm. from your 20s and 30s so you have um, a stronger mentality and focus on your future and the people around you mm. that's a smidge mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, for me turning 30 was I celebrated it in a big way I had never really had a Big birthday party for myself, and I celebrated it, and I was going into grad school, so it was like it. There were definite events in my life that felt like a major transition was happening, but mm-hmm. I, but I also didn't feel like beyond that there was anything really that was that was changing. Mm-hmm.
1: I still have a little to go before I turn 30, mm-hmm. so I don't know. <laughs>
3: oh, you're in that mid-20s age. Yep. <laughs> so,
1: then, so then what's that like, I guess? Yeah. Huh? Well, I feel like in today's side, it's like a lot of pressure just because, like, you know, your 20s supposed to be, like, the highlight years of your life. Mm. You're supposed to get, like, everything done in your 20s or your major accomplishments mm-hmm. done, whether that's, like, life goals
2: or, like, academic or career, Right. Yikes, yeah, that's scary in my 20s. I I never heard of that. I know that uh, that came at the age of enlightenment in your 30s mm. when you're supposed to, like, get all that. So, man, good luck with that pressure, buddy. That's a lot of, a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Did you feel that pressure? I I didn't feel... I think I put pressure on myself <laughs> in my 20s to graduate and to, you know achieve certain things. Um, but I never felt this pressure to, you know, get married or do any of those social things. Um, and I think, you know, having, uh, younger siblings that I was, you know, taking care of and, you know, being very politically active, I think also gave me a different, uh, a different perspective on how I should, or what I expected out of myself in my mid-20s, you know, that's, that's something that, I think I I got more confident in my 20s, definitely, you know, um, I was a very shy person in high school, Mm. very much a loner, like, didn't really have one particular friend group, I had, like, you know, I, I rather go to the, li- the library, you know, in high school. So when I, when I went to community college and I was just working and trying to figure out what I wanted to do, it, it made me realize that, like, I, I just have to jump in and do what I want mm-hmm. to do. Um, and so, you know, I chose, even though, you know, I'm from the Bay Area, I, I chose to still be further away from my family. And it was really tough, mm-hmm. you know. I felt, I still feel very guilty for mm. being away from my family, um, and that's something that I feel like has made me go okay because I'm away from the people that I love. I have to do certain things in a particular way so that I meet these expectations. Mm. Um, but isn't yeah. isn't
2: that an expectation that your family wants for you to go to college somewhere? further? I mean, I know that's what I wanted for my kids.
3: Mm. No, I think my my dad definitely will tell you that he did not want me to go anywhere. He's, Uh. you know, like, even when I was, when I got a position at UC Santa Barbara, he was like, you're going to be so far. Mm -hmm. You know, why are you going, Why you like, you don't know anyone there? You know, his, he's very much like, nope, everyone stays close by because, you know, family needs to be together. Even, like, friends should be in the same area. You know, like, it was his want. Um, but he never stopped me. He never said, don't go. Mm-hmm. He just kept asking me questions. Um, and I love that about my dad. My mom, you know, she is this amazing woman um, who, like, you know, skydived three times in one day. So he, she was like, do what you want to do. You know, <laughs> like, we we will survive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, my my, my, my parents were very contrast, mm. um, but they never said, don't do not do anything. They never said you, you know, they definitely had expectations of me to, like, go to college, but mm. because they're, you know, first-generation immigrants.
2: Well, then that may play a yeah. role. It's, a, it's a, it has, I'm going to say it's a cultural thing because yeah, if you yeah, read definitely. the books with, with uh, indigenous people, mm-hmm. well, I know specifically with my tribe, uh, if you got married, if the woman was married, uh, they take the person's last name and adopt their ways and move with them Mm -hmm. wherever they are yeah so that maybe that's a cultural difference
3: yeah well I mean I know my parents never brought up marriage you Mm -hmm. know a lot of not a lot but many of my cousins have you know done arranged marriages or whatever but my dad especially was like you don't have to do any of that right I think from very early on you know, they, they never put this expectation of, like, we will choose who you will marry or who, what work you will do or what kind of school you'll go to. And so, because of that, I think I had this the self agency in my, to, to hold my education to myself mm-hmm. um, and have those expectations for myself.
2: Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that a stereotype, I wonder? And with, with your culture, is that uh, like an American stereotype? Like, you're destined to be with this person because your parents
3: I I mean I think you know it's changed a lot of it has changed even when it is arranged even when there are arranged marriages Mm -hmm. it there are still like a period of time where you can get to know them when you can talk to them you can go out with them and so you know I I do think you know things have changed things Mm -hmm. have changed we have a lot more agency and I, I do think that is the U.S. perspective, though. You yeah. know, I've never been to India. I've never been to other parts of the world where you know Indians are, and so I, I don't know what that's like. But here in the U.S. context, like, you know, we definitely have a a say in saying, like, no, this is not the person for us because we've spent some time with them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: um, so when you think about your twenties. Is there a theme or a feeling or um, a pattern that that ties that decade together? Um, we're, you know, I think I feel like we're we're sort of on the brink of talking about decades as, mm-hmm. as being socially constructed. But yeah. when I think back to my twenties, like I have this way of characterizing it, and whether mm-hmm. that's a social construct or not, it mm-hmm. is how I think about my twenties. So is there a way, I mean I know you're still in your twenties right yeah. now. But is there a way that even right now, in this moment, that you might you think you might characterize your twenties later on in your
3: life? Yeah, I mean I I, I think I can divide my twenties my into different parts, right? My early twenties, you know, I feel like the the word that keeps coming up for me is like struggle. Mm. Um, you know, personally, um and politically and socially a lot of it was around around uh fighting for a struggle or like going through a struggle personally um you know i think in my 20s especially you know my like from 22 to 25 that was when i was really politically active and you know physically putting my body in protests and marches and rallies and sit-ins and um you know that is when I felt I was the most you know gung ho in in many ways about where I stood politically and how I wanted to show that. Um, you know after 25, I felt like I I'm I'm still very passionate about about you know the the issues that matter to me um, and my community, and I feel like I've made choices that have allowed me to look at struggle in a different way. You know, I I see it, I acknowledge it, I'm able to talk about it in theory, and because I've put so much of it in my early 20s into practice, I'm able to take that experience mm-hmm. and talk about um, my struggles, my community struggles in a different way. Um, and I think, you know, struggle for me politically is, being active right so just because i'm no longer going to physical rallies or marches it doesn't mean that i'm not you know aware of it or trying in my own way to Mm -hmm. spread awareness and activate folks who are in that different 20s you know mindset um but yeah like life is a struggle and i've definitely experienced my fair share of it um you know, I I think that's the theme that would bind my 20s. And I'm sure the, the theme of struggle never leaves mm-hmm. you, <laughs> even mm-hmm. in your, you know, other decades. Um, but I feel like it was something that I struggled a lot with in my 20s. And then in my, you know, mid to late 20s, um, it's something that I appreciate mm-hmm. in a different way. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
2: You know, they're, they're, when it comes to my 20s, it's different because I was, I was in Arizona.
0: Mm. You know,
2: Well, actually, in, in my 20s, I was in the Marine Corps. But, you know, even growing up or what have you, you know, wasn't that type of struggle in Arizona because the cost of living is, mm. you know, mm. what have you. And I was getting paid pretty much what I'm getting paid now, but more in Arizona back in 19... 19- Whatever that was, i, <laughs> <laughs> I But well, I'm sure, pretty sure it wasn't the 2000s because that's when I went to the Marines. Mm. Mm-hmm. So when I came home, there, uh, you know, I had a greater sense of duty, mm. especially since I had kids. Mm. I had I had to come home and I actually got full custody, mm. and that's that's when I moved out here and um, you know, started started working up here.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, the financial burden here is is great. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah yeah what are things that things well,
2: actually erica you know i, I want to find out because michael that's i don't know if you're comfortable talking about that you're in your 20s you're going to school you're working mm-hmm. and it's like what's that in the bay area this this day and age with ridiculous rents <laughs> all yeah. around us horrible traffic i mean how, how do you manage that I mean, it's
1: there's just like almost this overwhelming feeling of like there's like no kind of hope like Your only, like, uh, I don't say your only hope, but, like, you have to be comfortable, like, living in debt, especially, like, here in the Bay Area, or Mm -hmm. doing some sacrifices. Like, I'm a commuter student, so, like, I live in the Central Valley and commute in from the Central Valley into the Bay Area. So, like, that takes a large chunk of time, you know, out of my week, you know,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, you know, two hours each trip, you know. Mm -hmm five days a week so you're looking at about four times five is like 20 hours of just like sitting on a train or in a car yeah yeah
3: Yeah.
1: but like you know or the option is like I live out here and then you know take further student loans living in debt so Mm -hmm.
0: yeah do you think that what you're saying now about this kind of feeling of hopelessness or discomfort right is something that your peers feel? I believe so. I
1: think I feel like with, like, millennials and, like, interest <laughs> in general, or, you know, and with the next upcoming uh, generation, generation Y, I think it's called. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely think that there's this kind of, like, hopelessness just because it's, mm-hmm. like, we have previous generations saying, that like, everything's handed to us, and then us millennials, you know, or my interpret, or my saying as millennials that uh, no, not everything's, like, handed to us, you know, we still have to fight for, you know, the same, I guess, like, I want to say, like, rights or, like, wages or, like, all these mm-hmm. privileges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Word, word.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, I mean, it sounds like you're experiencing, I mean, with different set of circumstances, what Sharon's talking about with respect to struggle, mm-hmm. right? Michael as somebody in your in your 20s here as a student um, you know who is striving right and trying to achieve mm-hmm. something um, in your life and you are. Um, so'm I'm, I'm wondering uh, Sharon, mm-hmm. given what Michael's sharing here about mm-hmm. the struggle that he's currently experiencing yeah what what are things that were helpful for you when you were when you were going through these, these different periods of your 20s that were that were challenging
3: yeah i mean in my mid-20s i was also working three jobs and commuting from hayward to san jose every day um and you know i I definitely felt you know taking a full load of classes and doing what I, i wanted to i would try to make um schedules my whole life was scheduled, you know, and so because of that, I don't, I I mean, yes, I probably missed out on some fun Mm -hmm. stuff, right, but I also feel like, now in my later 20s, I'm able to appreciate being able to just, like, sit and read a book, right, like, I was, I mean, it took me, like, five and a half years to graduate, um, but afterwards, I, I, that feeling of, like, what's on the other end, and, like, knowing that, you know, it's not over, you're always learning, you're always going to have to struggle, and feel that, like, ah, you know, um, and I feel like after that, like, work and, and um, graduating, and then going back to, to school again for a master's, I, I, I felt this sense, or I feel this sense of, um, it will get done, Mm -hmm. right? And, you know, all the cars and homes, they're material, Mm -hmm. you know? I, I enjoy now having that alone time. I enjoy just taking my nephews to the park, um, you know, and, and even if it's just 30 minutes, right, like of alone time or with loved ones, it's being able to just be in the moment. I didn't feel like I could do that in my mm-hmm. mid 20s. I felt like I had to, you know, spend that extra energy in my commute or mm-hmm. studying or in classes or working. Um, and now I've, I realize like when you're able to just be present it makes you feel different. Um, and it's, str- that's a struggle too for me. Like it's hard for me because my mind, I overthink a lot. And mm-hmm. so sometimes, you know, I have to like check myself and be like, no, okay. Pay attention. Um, and so I even, you know, with, with people that I feel safe with, I'll be like, Hey, if you feel like I'm not present, please like call me back into the space, you know? And so, yeah, that's, what that's, how I've managed I guess or try to manage mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 I just remember being well I'm still busy but like very busy socially in my 20s hmm which that's that's not something I I want anymore, <laughs> but you know it's like I guess I'm making the things that I did in my 20s to build friendships I still have to maintain my friendships now, but yeah, I just remember being very busy with politics, with teaching, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. trying to figure out what I want to do and feeling like I didn't make the right choices
3: in that, you know, um,
0: and still, but still like having that same kind of thing happening, right. That same kind of, um, conflict or, you know, this is not something that's really feeding my heart mm-hmm. and my, my spirit. So maybe it's time to move on.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's so, you know, when you're in the moment, you've made your decision, right? And looking back, you're like, oh, I wish I could have done this. Or I, you know, and, and I've realized like we, we didn't have all that information mm-hmm. to make that choice. We didn't know what we know now. Right. So I've, you know, my partner constantly reminds me, you have to be kind to yourself. You know, we, you've made, we've, we're on a path. Mm-hmm. And the information that we have mm-hmm. today is not the same as tomorrow. And, you know, the, the energy changes, right? And so I, I, I try to be kind to myself and say, you know, yeah, like I worked with what I had. Yeah. yeah, love
2: yourself. Love yourself. Yeah. I know that in in my twenties, or I'm doing in my thirties what you all did in your twenties. Because in mm-hmm. my twenties, like I said, you know, I was, I was in the service, and you know, a single parent. So everything, all the establishment that the the people in their twenties received, you know, after graduating
3: mm-hmm.
2: and establishing establishing themselves in the community, uh, a lot of veterans when they come back and get out of the military mm-hmm. they have to start their 20s yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know yeah. and that's even their 30s or in their 40s they're just starting from ground zero yeah and so um the struggle is not the same struggle is thing and i i for those millennials that are m- in the bay area yeah like going to school man my hat my hat's off to them. Like, yeah for real yeah it's a different type
0: of war i guess you can say Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah definitely so you said that you feel like you're turning forty. I mean, <laughs> you did say that. I did oh, say that. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? And then I, I, want to. It sounds like you don't necessarily think of yourself as like a typical thirty-year-old. Then, yeah. if you okay, so elaborate on this forty thing. Yeah. Um, and then you know how. How then you understand yourself as somebody who is actually turning 30 yeah. in years?
3: I mean, I think, you know, I, I, when I was a teenager, I felt like I was in my 20s. You know, I was somewhat wild, you know, and so I felt like I did what 20-year-olds do in my teens, right? And so when I got to my 20s, I didn't really go bar hopping I didn't you know go clubbing I didn't do some of those typical quote quote things that a 20 year old would do because I've already done it right Mm -hmm. Um, and then when I was in my 20s I felt like I was already in my 30s you know Um, because my I have three younger siblings who are around the age of seven right now and I have a 20 year old brother And at that, when I was in my 20s, you know, they were in in babies and they're in their teenagers. So I've raised a teenager. I've raised babies, you know. Um, I spent my spring break taking care of two, you know, twin premature babies. You know, that's not the best form of birth control as well, by the way. (laughs) Um, You know, and so it was, you know, this thing of spending, you know, Monday through Thursday I was here in school working and going to my classes and being part of student orgs and and facilitating conversations Mm -hmm. and doing trainings in classrooms and whatever else and on Friday morning I would leave you know spend the weekend taking care of kids running errands you know Taking care of family things either at my dad's or my mom's, and then Sunday night traveling back mm-hmm. to you know, and that was my life for four years mm-hmm. almost, you know, and so because of that schedule, I felt like I was, I I had a family, mm-hmm. you know, I had I I had this, you know, what you would think and uh, of a of a a 30-year-old, I guess, right? So I never felt like this typical 20-year-old who was going out to, to you know, party, house parties and going clubbing. And so I, I, I have a different perspective. And so because of that, you know, I, I feel like my 30s are really my 40s. Um, and then now that I'm actually turning 30, um, I don't, feel any different. Hmm. You know, I felt, I mean, sometimes I I look in the mirror and I just go, not much has changed. You know, like I, I I had one gray hair from grad school. It fell out and it's growing back black. And I'm like, how does that happen? (laughs) Uh, You know, and then I, I, I often get, you know, because I work here on, on, a, on a college campus, I often get mistaken for, like, a junior or a sophomore. Um, and so because I'm surrounded by, you know, folks in their early 20s or mid-20s, I, I still feel like I have a different experience from them. But I see them. I see, you know, I see Michael going through you know, the the struggle, right, of of commuting. And then I see folks who live on campus and they're talking about a house party that Mm -hmm. they've just gone to this weekend and how much fun it was, or they're going to a music festival or they're traveling to Amsterdam or whatever, studying abroad, right? Like, I never had those experiences. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate the stories. I appreciate hearing Michael share about his life, right? It gives me a different perspective. Um, but as I'm reaching my thirties, I, I don't know what's like there. I, mm. I don't know. Right. I'm like literally living things week by week. Like, um, and so, yeah, I, I, I don't know what it's like to be thir- turning 30, but if it's what it was like when I was in my twenties, I'm going to be okay. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm going to be I got okay. practice. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay, let's ask a really, really cliche question to end oh, this. Oh, God. Okay. What's advice that you would give to people <laughs> in their 20s? Um,
3: what advice would I give to someone in their 20s?
0: I know that's hard because we have a whole bunch of people who are dealing with very different situations. Yeah. But just based on your your wisdom that you, your accumulated wisdom.
3: Yeah. No one no one knows. That's that's the only thing I can share. No one knows. You know, there's no protocol or template of li- this is how you live your best life. And even though there are books that probably have that title, I no one knows who you are, no one knows what your story is and only you can decide, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean just you make your own advice.
2: hmm Well you kinda you kinda of, kind of touched on it a little bit. Yeah. Decisions. Uh, if yeah. anything, uh, start your good habits now. Yeah, definitely. If, any, if anything, watch your credit now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's,
2: you know, watch your watch your Benjamins, watch your bank account. Yeah. And Give yourself that mattress starting t- today.
3: Yeah, get that good mattress. Yeah. <laughs> that, that memory That, that, that people memory put money filling. in, you know, that, yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. Because
2: who knows what's going to happen with Social Security from from t- 10 to 20 years from now. Oh, yeah. We're so, not getting that stuff. You know. <laughs> save your money.
3: Yeah. And if you don't have money or don't care about getting money, that's a choice that you get to make. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think let people live their lives and let yourself live your life, however that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: You know, yeah. it's it's that's one thing growing up. Um, there were, like uh, Michael was saying, there was expectations for people in their 20s. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I hope that, you know, going further from today, people, instead of saying, you know, we have expectations for you at this age, more like, hey, how did you... Um, let's look at the strengths that you yeah. have gained in, in yeah. during this age rather than an expectation you, the conversation is Overcoming
3: yeah, you we're know, yeah. going through yeah, we're
2: coming together rather than though. I yeah. expect you this. More yeah, like, hey, yeah. man I know this is happening. Let's get together.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean build that build your community Make your own advice and like let go of some of that shame mm. That you know, we've all learned very very early on like yeah let go some of the and it's a work it's work but try Mm -hmm. try so yeah well Well, thank you so much sharon and michael and
0: michael (laughs) (laughs) this was really really fun um so that's mosaic station Um, we will be having another one coming up, um, at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. So look out for that. Thank you for tuning in.
2: Don't forget to vote.
0: Yeah.